I was going to say from listening to this episode, I would like to apologize for how many times I say like. Okay. <laughs> I cannot find an episode. I listen to what? a lot. I, I did too. I, I can't. I mean, I'm, I'm like, but I can't say that. I'm like, wow, we really have a good podcast. <laughs> we do. So Hello and welcome to Table for Five with no reservations. Take a seat at the table for a fresh, sweet, salty tart and pleasantly bitter conversation. Hey everyone, I want to thank you for taking a seat at the table. Today we are going to start a new series. We are kind of looking back to our past episodes and series. Each one of us is going to bring a different idea to the table about what has changed or how we haven't and kind of revisit a couple of our favorite episodes. Tonight I have Kim. Hello. Jen. Hi everyone. Jamie. Hello. And Tabs. Hello. And I'm Rachel. I uh, listen to us when Celie's up and we can't call. Like I'll finish a book and then it goes right into playing episodes. I love us so much. And so some of my favorite episodes are the Q and A's because I feel like in addition to no reservations, we get to sort of quick fire a lot of topics, which I think is fun. So in that spirit, I had all of us listen back to one from July of this past year. And it's just so interesting. First, I feel like so much has changed. I don't know. And so much hasn't. What do you guys think after listening back? My comment was, we sounded a lot fresher back in the July. <laughs> Not so beat down. It's the sun. It's the light. All those yeah. hours of light. Yeah. 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 We definitely but had a little bit We all had like crazy stuff. summers. And I think the summer yeah. beat us down. Fall beat us down. Here we are. Yeah, July, we were still like spry and ready for challenge. Rolling now we're just the- crawling. One of the things that struck me is like we had talked about before we started recording. It's like, gosh, so much doesn't change. <laughs> you know, as I'm listening back, I'm like, oh yeah, that is still our story about why I stopped work. Or I find myself still just the same amount of grateful for the same things. I don't know. Well, in that um, episode, you should tell the people what the episode was about. Go ahead, Tips. <laughs> that episode was like a q a like questions from our listeners which yes. is kind of nice because it wouldn't it wasn't stuff that we would normally address yeah i mean maybe some of it but i don't know i like the direct questions from our listeners it's well, we nice do so well on the fly <laughs> we really do well i thought it was interesting i mean i know i'm kind of speaking for other people in this way but like a lot of you guys were on the cusp of big life changes. So that was Mm. like, because to me, some of the things I was saying, I'm like, oh my gosh, that feels like yesterday. But I'm like, oh, that's still when Rachel lived in a different house. Yeah. was getting to move and like not knowing where you guys were going to be at and what, you know, the hopes you had for the new house with Seely and a fresh start. And then Tabs was moving up across the country. Yeah. Um, Big That's, life. That was right before, before you moved out of there. Is that? Yeah, I think we, we recorded it before. Yeah. Yep. I was getting ready to go to Florida. Yeah. Got, so just like I was just thinking, like, man, a lot has like it's not that long ago, but a lot has happened. Oh my it was god! Like a temporary yes. move, only ten days. <laughs> <laughs> you did. <laughs> we did Our, spend those two extra days in South Carolina on the way home. Right. Right. Oh my gosh! I almost did not make it through that move because we got COVID right before oh yeah oh tabs Mm -hmm. I mean what a doozy our listeners now know that at a certain point you guys decided that divorce was in your future yeah what they maybe haven't thought about is that you were working out this whole plan to show up in Montana with this new life like Jamie just said about us like moving from Woodbury to this house it's like at that time it was just hoping that the sale of this place would go through so that this place could go through. I mean, just the steps that it takes. And then, I mean, by this time it's the new year and you're used to going to the grocery stores, you know, where to find the thing you've got a dentist that worked out. I mean, you probably don't, but you know, but like (laughs) you're in this life. Yeah. Yeah. It's done sealed and delivered here in Montana. I remember the last question that we had was from a listener wanting to know how you like juggled being an attorney and doing all the stuff with your life, but like where your life was like in such a different place, that was kind of difficult, I would imagine. Yeah. And and it's weird too, to look back at that because this is also hard 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, how were we juggling all of that? And it's a different schedule and it's a different resources and in a different state and the hours that we have things for our kids are less, which makes it more complicated to like work full time. And I feel like I was listening back specifically to that question and thinking about all the changes over all the time since Nixon came into the picture. And I think all of us go through that, especially as parents with kids with disabilities, you know, and it's always fluctuating no matter what, it's always fluctuating because we don't have the options that other people have for childcare or if you don't have family support or people that can watch your kids or do the pickup at school. Like, I mean, we have a drop-off at 8.30, 9 o'clock, 11.30 and 2.18 or 1.18 on Wednesdays every day of the week. <laughs> so it's like, how are you? Yeah. How, how do you work? That doesn't make any sense. So tabs and I was like, and for Rachel too, when you were listening to the episode, did you feel that like, cause I know tabs, you kind of just said that it's like just different, like mm-hmm. there's trials, but they're just different. Did you feel like you had more, like you had more hope and that things didn't turn out how you like, or that maybe things have turned out better than you had imagined at the time, or just, you were just flying and seeing where you would land? I think that I had no idea what this was going to be like. <laughs> no idea single parenting of two children Mm -hmm. is harder than any courtroom I ever walked into or Mm -hmm. any work that I've ever done it is so 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 hard so I don't think I could have known what that was going to feel like or look like or Mm -hmm. like I felt tired and drained before but it would be in spurts of like yeah you know situational like a crazy week Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah Or you have like, you know, changes going on or no sleep, but then you have someone you can tag out with, you know, it's a whole whole different ballpark. So I think at that time I was kind of in a blur of like tasks to get done, like Mm got to sell the house, got to buy a new house, got to get this logistics of moving. How are we going to do that? Which people are coming? All of that was happening in the background. And I think my brain was kind of focused on that a little bit are at the time. Are you happy not to like not be going through that yes. anxiety of the unknown? Yes, for sure. Somewhere. Yeah. I remember you spent so much time tabs in the like space where you planned out so many things, but nothing had actually become. Oh yeah. And so until there was one date, nothing could grow to be an actual plan, like an mm-hmm. actionable plan. It was just like things to do. You bought a house. I literally bought a house I never walked into. (laughs) Can I just say one thing? Let's just say it. Tabitha, you're a badass. Yeah, you're a badass. Thank you. Mm. I feel worn. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. But you look good. (laughs) You look good. I think that you've been through the hottest hump. It's still uphill, but I think you're, you're over the hottest, the hottest part of just the reality of like what it was like and, Mm -hmm. and figuring out the schools and yeah that processing was your emotions mm-hmm. and everything mm-hmm. at the same time I think you don't even get to I don't even think I'm sorry I'm not speaking for you tabs I just think in general I don't even think you get to process your emotions in that time because you no. are just in your checklist mode like I have to mm-hmm. sell my house I have to buy a new house I gotta get my two autistic children across the country I mean you just kind of go and I'm, I'm you I'm saying you but people, yeah you go into like this sort of survival mode of just getting through that yeah. and then I think when it's done it's all quieted down is when it starts to start oh yeah like taking out the garbage. You know what I mean? Like it's no kind of it. little yeah. things that settles in and kind of hits you all at once. Yeah. Well, and well thank you for you the stop. badass comment. You are a badass. <laughs> I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, you do, you do stop. You settle and you stop and that's when all of it hits and then, you. Yeah, like then yeah, exactly. Then mm. that's what everything. Yeah, but it is weird to think back at that because pretty much this was, the majority of this was happening through the entire 2022. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, the process of it all and doing all that stuff. So I, when I was listening back, I was thinking back about like Natalie's question specifically, because I think mm-hmm. we all, we knew, and we all go through these moments where you have to make fundamental changes because there's not resources or not yeah. time. Listening or to you answer tabs, like having, okay. So Celie is going to be eight in February. And my job never went back to full-time for very long when she was ours. And 
I've talked a lot about how like little by little, each thing got kind of taken away or each thing was less or each thing was mindfully more powerful in the short time I was doing it or whatever it was. And you and I were talking like in real time about how, like in a short period of time, you switched jobs three times, Mm -hmm. all in an effort to downsize and shift things down. So you could like do better with what the effort you had to pay, right? Yeah. And just watching from the outside right now, I know that your type A is probably like on the freak out a little. <laughs> yeah, no, there doubt is about no that. charts <laughs> describing like how the depreciation of this thing and this thing is going up, but this thing is going down and like how you're adding and, you know, earning, but tabs, like you're doing it and so much has changed and so much has been stripped away. And there's so much that was not stable in that life that even though this is such a shift, I guarantee that once you've done July to July, you're just going to feel so much more capable. I think it's crazy to look back at our episodes period, because it is so interesting. What everyone was saying that everything changes, but so many things don't change. You know, it's like we are an as much of a routine with our kids as they are with us, (laughs) you know, like we formulate the routines just as much as they formulate their routines in order to manage comfort and safety and, you know, all of these things. And so we have to have a predictable life in order to make sure our kids can make it through sometimes a couple hours. You know what I mean? Even with like what snacks you have in the house or how you get to the car every morning. Like there's so many routines. It's just mind blowing. But we were dropped into Montana. A lot of things have changed, but a lot of things have not changed for my kids' routines mm-hmm. have changed, but they haven't changed, you know? Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. I think with autism too, it's like just this huge series of like progressions and regressions. Like mm-hmm. yeah, where it's like, oh, now we're back to no sleep again, or we're back to like this phase again. But like mm-hmm. in other ways, it's like, oh, wow, now we're doing this now, you know, now we added this. But then you go so much time and it's like, oh, now we're back to this. It's like, (laughs) Alyssa with her no sleeping, like she's on such a bad sleep spell, but it's like not the first time that it's happened. And it certainly isn't going to be the last time. What is happening? You feel like, I feel like this hasn't happened since like the pandemic, but it's not true because it like came up on my memories and I was like, oh, you were doing this a year ago, really? Or like listening to the different things in the podcast. It's like, oh, yeah. It just feels like so much stuff just repeats itself. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's cycle. We don't know when the cycle. <laughs> yeah. I was just gonna say you get to a place of comfort, and then it's like, oh, we're but not sleeping. The rug again. is pulled. Shoot. <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> or you're like dreading it when you are in the good. You're either dreading yeah. it coming or you forget, and then you're like, oh, I forgot how much this sucks. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes, Jamie. Yep. Uh, Rach, what about you and like the move and everything? How do you feel like where you were then? Because you guys were literally, I think, like moving. Yeah. Was that one? That was when you didn't have Celia at that time? Is that? So I think when we recorded this episode, we had picked this house. We had not yet gotten a closing date, perhaps. Like, I think we were working into getting here. What I know we didn't understand yet was where Seely would be. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure. I think for me, just to refresh our listeners, we moved just one town down. Uh, we stayed within the same county so that our resources and and um, stuff could stay the same. But we were in a two level townhome before, a townhome that had like this lookout loft area where when Simone Biles was in the Olympics, my daughter decided that loft was a balance beam and where sleep fell apart and aggression became part of our routine and where all the shelves were thrown and the front door led out to a pond and all this dangerous stuff kind of happened there. And so we thought as a family, the only thing that we could do to keep her home, you know, sort of the proverbial keep her home, meaning not turning to a residential setting when she was so little was to find a place for her to go so that we could transition into this new house so that we could try to be safer here and then bring her home once she was sort of settled. What ended up happening, if you do listen, is that in the group home was shoddy that we were referred to. And she ended mm-hmm. up staying with the respite family that I talked a lot about on the podcast, but she stayed with Chris and Dave for 83 days while we 
packed in like 10, got here, unpacked, prepared, and got her home. Jamie, it's like not what I had imagined and everything I had imagined and <laughs> so much less and so much more. You I feel that we, with my whole heart. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It's like, we thought that because we told all the people, like we rang all the whistles and the bells that we were in crisis, that that would qualify us for getting help. And what turns out happening is by the end of the foster stay and the move, like the only things that really changed for us was that we let Chris support us and her, and that we learned how to build other systems. And we got to like hand select that like from every detail of our life, we got to put it back into this house to trigger her less. For instance, American Girl doll stuff came. It's not real American Girl doll. It's like the Target Girl doll. Target Girl doll. Yeah, so we do the Target Girl doll uh, because the Barbies are too triggering. So like in the move, she's gone for 83 days. We could change all of that. Barbies, she's never even asked for a Barbie now that we're here. So like the big stuff, the little stuff all got to shift. And I think overall, we did a pretty good job. She really was stabilized at Chris's house. She slept like, that was one of my questions to rehash in our Q&A is about sleep a little bit. But to jump mm. to my answer, we didn't know she could sleep. Like I didn't know that she could sleep. Go to bed. So we got those, using those magical words. So. We got those three magic words from Chris and we've been able to keep up routine. I will say now, since she's been home for several months, go to sleep doesn't work <laughs> when you're in depression. I think it might be that she can sleep during mania, you know, each year, each cycle, each rhythm changed. We learned and mom and dad, you know, like the comfort of home, mm-hmm. you know, our kids, but I was going to say for both of you with your moves and I know, you know, all truths are in pictures on social media, but genuinely your kids seem so much happier with the space. Yes. No. Outdoor yeah. space for you, Rach, having mm-hmm. a backyard space. That's been yeah. Being in Montana, where there's like more nature and stuff to explore. Mm-hmm. Look, I mean, eating your kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I and I think I've said that a couple of times. And like Nora just seems like this balanced. And like you yeah. said, you think cutting back a bit mm-hmm. for her, right? Like, yeah, and it is the nature for sure. Mm-hmm. And Montana has a slow pace. Yes, the there's just. Yeah, the hustle and bustle, like we're not in traffic for 40 minutes every day and, you know, waiting for things for endless amounts of time and, you know, just the people are less and there's just like a calmer vibe. And I think winter in general provides that like you have to slow down if you're living in negative Old north. 400 degrees which is what <laughs> I feel like right now <laughs> just kidding people it's only 20 it's gonna get worse it's gonna get worse <laughs> so one of the things that I wanted to rehash about our Q&A from the last time is what are some of the best therapies that you guys like I just want to do some quick fire So what are some of the best therapies or things that you've come up with that you would tell another family about? For us, it isn't about a specific therapy. It's about the chemistry and trusting that. Mm -hmm. Like if there's bad chemistry with someone with Celie, I don't care if we are going to wait eight weeks. We give it the old college try. Like I could be out of there on day three. And the good ones are because they jive with her. How about you guys? Do you have any best things? I, I think that's exactly with Alyssa. Rachel because she's not doing speech therapy because she had a therapist that she didn't jive with and now she will not do virtual therapy whatsoever so like they were going to call us back when they went back to the office and they never called so yeah we just haven't gone back but but I I agree with that I really think it's the Mm -hmm. the chemistry and how much somebody understands your child and how much they believe in your child as well I think it's a combination of of those things and if you don't have those things I don't think that any therapy is going to work yeah we had the lovely Chelsea on you ladies met Chelsea oh, love and Chelsea. she was Kaya's OT and she was genuinely in that she was the second therapist in all of the thousands we all know we, our kids see was Jackie her speech language pathologist who put me on to Chelsea and those two literally I've talked about it extensively I feel like they changed our lives she was yeah. so invested in Kaya I mean, Chelsea really cared about her. And so I agree with you wholeheartedly, Rachel. It's, it's about how they are with our kids. Mm-hmm. They get their, they get out of them, not get out of them what they need, but they're, it's a productive session because there's so much trust there. Right. 
better way of saying it. Yeah. I think that um, the thing that I wish, I hope that people know is that if you have a shoddy speech therapist, it isn't about speech therapy not working. It could be about PECs not working. It could be about the device not working. It could be about this, 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 like a hundred things. It could be about the vibe. It could be about the freaking door jam walking into the place, but keep trying because like we had this dreamboat skills worker, Lacey, who I've talked a lot about. She is excellent. And as invested in Celia, as she was like curious about her. She's like, well, I need to learn more about this, or I've not had a kid with bipolar that's this young. I need to learn about it. Like she was just invested so much. So we couldn't necessarily replace her, but now we're at a place where the Lacey missing, missing her is worn down that we could like try another skills worker and not have this one to compare to that one, you know, mm-hmm. but just keep trying. Even though we're not going to get another dreamboat Lacey, we could get a dreamboat Doug that rocks our world that we didn't even know. Yeah, maybe. I've never had a dreamboat Doug. I've never. (laughs) I have an uncle Doug. Is he a dreamboat, Jamie? Is he a dreamboat? My boss is Doug. Yeah. Is he a dreamboat? You know, his wife might listen one day, so I'm going to leave it at that. He's a lovely man. He's a a lovely lovely man. man. And you have said that in other podcasts. You said that in other episodes. In this last one. I was listening today. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I'm very lucky. I work for a great guy. Um, and does anybody have any real actionable uh, things to add about sleep that we've not discussed in a quickie way? To me, it's about charting. People don't believe you when you say the words everybody can say, my kid doesn't sleep. Like Kim and I were just talking about it. Put a watch on them. Put one of those Fitbits on them. Track that sleep. To pro- I actually because people don't argue with charts, do they? Just yeah, see, I don't I, even a memory came up of my Fitbit tracking, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I said like my total sleep was three hours, but it was like up for this half hour and then this and then this and I'm like this is this isn't me this is my child waking up and I literally had to show someone that because they just they don't believe you mm-hmm. yeah but and I've said this before because sleep is I feel like everyone the you know, everyone the ex the experts obviously Ooh. every person with autism is unique as which is every individual but I get I get that part not when it comes to sleep but there's some fundamental things that our children have in common and freaking sleep is number one. Mm-hmm. There is something about our children. It's like, I, I think Alyssa sleep is, I, I know this is not a contest at the table, but I mean, that, that girl could. She wins. She, she wins. wins. <laughs> right now she's a winner. Right. Yeah. But it, it ebbs and flows. Like what Kimmy yeah. was saying before we went, we started recording. It's like for us, knock on wood, it's okay. Right. It's good. It's good right now but that could change in mm-hmm. a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. So it's, and it's different. And I don't think I would have understood unless I had a child with autism or a disability or, or, or something that affects their sleep, because I've had friends say to me, well, I have kids and kids don't sleep, yeah. but the difference is your children do eventually sleep and they grow <laughs> up and they leave your house. But you know what I mean? Like it, it, these children, it, it does shift for them. Uh, there's also like my if my nephews don't sleep like let's just be real about they could get up they could make their own cereal they could ipad for two hours my Mm -hmm. kid might leave the damn front door get hit by a car on her way to the pond but Mm -hmm. stark naked yeah you just litter it's different you can't follow the glitter trail (laughs) i told uh someone that Nora just recently because they're talking about this she's in a sleep struggle right now i was like my daughter was literally up for 48 hours mm-hmm. not a wink of sleep in 48 hours and they were like what do you mean <laughs> like did you hear the words that came out of my mouth that no, is what i mean them. not yeah. a wink of sleep in 48 hours she's three years old <laughs> and it's guys- not like you can put her in front of the tv and you take a two-hour nap no well, no you have to be no. up with them because yes. no, your head's in the freezer trying to stay awake. Like, wake up, get cold, stay <laughs> yeah. alert. Yeah. Well, the but thing is, people like, don't believe that. I have with Alyssa. It's like I don't have to do that stuff and worry about that stuff anymore. She will sit on her iPad oh, while she's oh. awake. She, you know what I mean. She's not going to run out the door. But I'm never going to get a good rested sleep, even if I'm in my room sleeping, knowing that yeah. she's awake. Yeah, but knowing that she's awake now, she's on such a screwed up sleep pattern right now where she like woke up at midnight for the day yesterday midnight which means now she's up and then she was up from midnight to four o'clock and then she slept from 4 p.m to 8 p.m and And now she's literally been since last week tuesday now this is now she's gonna go she won't 
most likely will not go back to sleep now until tomorrow. But there's other things. That means the other day she went 24 hours without eating because she woke up at, at 1230. We were already sleeping. We actually had to sleep in her room because she was sleeping in our room. So she got up to come in her room. We were already sleeping and we just transferred beds. She didn't eat. She didn't eat the whole day because she was sleeping. Yeah. She ate the night before. Basically, she had breakfast for dinner because it was our dinner, but it was her breakfast. And she might get a snack. Like she might get an ice cream or something like that from the fridge, but like freezer, but like she's not going to eat anything. Hold on. I already forgot. What is the... What is well, I purposely the, I, didn't say that because I don't want to confuse people and have them not know what I'm talking about. So. Oh, I was going to share a new language. With yeah, her. so we call it, we call them hoodsies. I don't know. If the ice cream cup them. listeners, the ice cream yeah, cup. Yeah, the ice cream cups that are half chocolate, half a dollar, and then you pull the paper tab off and mm-hmm. they used to come with a wooden spoon, but now they don't because the companies are too cheap to give us those anymore. So here, hoods were the best. Here in Massachusetts, we call those hoodsy cups. I don't know. I guess nobody here else in the podcast calls them that. But yeah, so Alyssa had a hoodsy cup last night. I know she had that because there was only one left and it was gone this morning. But other than that, I don't think she she won't feed herself. That's the thing. And she won't come get you. So like now she's didn't eat for 24 hours, which isn't good either. The whole chain of things that happens. Yeah, like she's not eating right. She's not. She, my daughter has no internal clock. Yeah, she just doesn't. It's just not there. It just does not exist for her. Mm-hmm. So when her schedule gets off, and it usually happens like a little bit by a little bit, but what really messed her up is we tried sleep medicine for her. She had two doses, and she slept 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. And then she woke up at 1 a.m. and was up for the whole rest of the day. And this like really stuck. This really cemented it in. And I think it was the whole time change kind of messed her up a little bit. I don't know like what's going to happen. Oh, if she'll ever go. Well, and it's always, it's always one, like, I think about this all the time. Like we try and trace back like what caused the ripple, right? Like when did this start? When when exactly did the start for like us, the kids were sick. And so Nora was not sleeping because she was sick. And then she right. was napping because she was worn out sick. <laughs> and then she's not sleeping at night. And her whole schedule is just jacked because yeah. of like a two hour miss of it, sleep or whatever. Like yeah. her brain does not register an hour. It cannot, it can't. Yeah. We Any sleep she has. Now. And even though it was 11 to 1 a.m., which is only two hours, that was her sleep for the night. Her yeah. brain and her body like cannot, there'll be no other sleep now. So now she's up until she's asleep again and on a normal basis she doesn't sleep well she might go to sleep at 4 a.m and be up at 8 like that would be like decent for her that would be typical for her yeah but then she gets up at 8 and now is up again until 2 or 3 in the morning so she's up for like 17 18 hours again before she does that four hours again which that's the problem because then when you in the course of a week she might be sleeping 12 15 hours in the course of like four days five days that's where her lack of sleep really comes in it's like when you really like stretch it out like even her doctor was like what do you mean by she doesn't sleep and I'm like well this is what her sleep patterns are and he's like yeah we got to get her sleeping so we do have a plan to stop the medicine again but I can't do it when she's waking up at midnight like what am I going to give her the medicine that's just what it always is I mean always it's like you could track one theme but it doesn't matter there's always like yeah. 39 variables mm-hmm. and one big hurdle yeah. Like, God dang. When it's like overtired. Yeah. Like you, our kids, our kids could not be overtired because that just begets more overtiredness. It does not beget sleep. Mm-hmm. Like sleep. Yes. Yeah, to hell with I remember that the nap thing when he would, if he like round four, when like the naps, well, his, he, bar- he like napped kind of into two, but he was never good at napping, but it was the same thing. We stopped him napping because if he slept, that was it. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah no, I, I remember like, like if we would drive home from school or something and he fell asleep at like three or four p.m. Yeah, I would the fall worst. Because I knew he would sleep until seven and then that's it. Yeah, like it's, yeah, it's just overtime the cycle. So it just it's hard. And my kids well, too. If you wake them up from a nap, oh, holy hell! Them up. Oh no! Holy! You hell. you just worst it, meltdowns we've ever had. Us too. We just we had a listener <laughs> drive to the ditch. Nobody wakes up our kids. How many people tell you? How many people be like, oh, just wake her up? No. just don't let her sleep just wake her up i'm you like you come, come over wake her up. <laughs> yeah well because this child is sleep deprived so when she's sleeping it's like if you can open a door and Alyssa doesn't wake up then like she's in like a coma basically so if i wake her up in that state i mean forget it it's like 
awakens. Plus, why don't you take her for the next four months? Well, and so you can stop. (laughs) Because it isn't about that morning. I mean, it's about the sasshole that becomes. If you could stop her from sleeping, that's okay. Like, she'll get kind of crabby and grumpy, but like, you can't wake her up because, like, Mm -mm. she literally will be psychotic. Like, you just. It says no, you can't do it. Well, and that's the best. I will say that that's the one good advice I've ever gotten really from a doctor is like, try, even if the pattern's off, try to get them on a pattern. So that's what we do for Jess. Like, if he started falling asleep at 4 p.m. and he would sleep till seven, then we would, if that happened again the next day, we'd try to get him to sleep till eight and just try to grow that sleep and then start pushing it back. Cause like getting them on some sort of pattern where they're getting sleep. So that their all. body can rest because that's the best. It's you're screwed. We best did that decision. We four yeah, o'clock I, sleepers from years that that's when we would start the routine because it was like, if you miss that window, you'd be 48 hours. It came to us too. Like what we are with Jesse now, not pushing sleep. Like my friends are like, Oh, my kids go to bed at seven. I'm like, that's cute. Cause if we tried to mm-hmm. put him down before I would say eight 39, it's hours of fighting and then that pushes the sleep back even more like it has to like you were saying Rach you have to find that like golden sweet spot mm-hmm. yeah no window and then if he's not asleep within 45 minutes you know you're straight up yeah the we, best we get best. up like we just stop like let's do an activity let's have a snack let's try again because no the I best won't. thing I ever ever did as a parent gold star was the bedtime routine hands oh. down yeah. My kids have a very strict time that they go to bed. How we do it, it's very quick, very simple. <laughs> and we started that at four months old. I just discussed that my daughter is in a sleep Strong hell sleep. right now, but she will still go to her bedroom at the time that she's set to go to bed and lay in bed because we set up a routine. Now she gets up at that crack of dawn right now, which is not great for anyone involved. And we'll stay up for extended periods of time, but the routine is like so golden. Like, I don't know. That's one of the real ways that you can see when your kid. So like me bringing Seely through our strict routine, meaning ours, the parents shows me what's real. Like if she's really fussy, I'm going to see it then. If she's got pain, if she's sick, if she's something is askew, I can only see it because of the way that she's reacting within my structure. Like if she's running off a hundred times from this part that we normally do, I can tell that there's something additional brewing. If we were willy nilly, I wouldn't be able to catch all of the things that we maybe at least have our eye on. Mm -hmm. If we Alyssa work. waits for me to go to bed and then she gets up. I hear her door open the second I, I <laughs> yeah. it's like she she's doing this thing um where she's like laying down on the couch, which is where like I used to sleep on the couch, but I don't anymore. And so she's laying on the couch and I'm like, why is she doing this? It's so weird. And she's got blankets and I'm like, is she sleeping on the couch? Like I'm so confused right now. But then I realized after a few days, she's on the couch, so I can't that's where like I'll sit Thank on you. my phone, like you know, go watch oh. videos or whatever or she's like wow she'd go to bed so she's on the couch so I have nowhere to go <laughs> smarty dance <laughs> yeah smarty and then dance. the second I go in my room because I, I like I stood by my door and listen I could hear her get up I hear the fridge open I hear the cabinets open I'm like this little yeah, yeah. I was gonna say too about the routine thing not to say that tabs is wrong at all, but for us, we, I was like that since he, I mean, I was a nanny before, like I knew how to get kids to sleep, mm-hmm. like, but what Kimmy said earlier about the internal clock, I swear my kid does not release mm-hmm. melatonin. Oh yeah. Yes. He does yeah. not like, there's no, like, I'm tired. I'm going to fall asleep. Oh and yeah. It's either like up or out. And mm-hmm. I think that was the thing that really before we knew autism or anything, sleep was my first cue that something was different Yeah. because for once he started having night terrors really young, but always I was like, my kid doesn't like get sleepy and fall mm-hmm. asleep. And you, and you kind of have to be with him to help him fall asleep. And I know that's probably, I've probably screwed up somewhere with that because we still have to lay with him to get him to sleep, but it's like, he cannot rest. Yeah. Nuts. Well, well, their bodies five plus hours to fall asleep. Yeah. And, and yeah. their so bodies laying on her bed, like yeah. five plus hours to fall my asleep. My kids' bodies are definitely always in motion, even yes. when they're sleeping, they're still in motion. Yeah. But what I what I meant about the routine is that obviously we have sleep problems. <laughs> I'm exhausted. But no, no. what I meant about the routine is the cues for bedtime. Yeah. It's starting that early, like 
whatever that looks like for you, laying down or like iron for and us, wine, bath time. Yes, iron yes. And wine, the band. I'm not yes, wine. yes. We do pajamas. I do a reminder for Nixon. Twenty minutes. We do a book. We say good night. Close the door. You know that's our routine. And he does now sometimes ask for us to sleep with him, but we usually lay with him for like five minutes or whatever. And same with Nora. Her routine's the same. But that has helped even if there's a sleep struggle because then they're in their bed at least, not maneuvering around the house. Nora, I feel like, is going to give me a run for my money. No I was what. like, that is so cute. Though. Yeah, she really I, I mean, she just, doesn't like, I just, like, Fast just, forward I mean, to her what, listening to your bedroom door shut and she leaves. <laughs> yeah, well, now she's just yelling. But the she's fact that yelling. she stays in there is like a know, that's amazing. Awesome. It's like, Jesse, yeah. we always had like the routine down. We did the bath, we did the lotion, this, that, like every night trying to get him to sleep. But like, and even the the times in his life he would just fall asleep which did happen for a short period of time it's like once he was up he either was destroying his room mm-hmm, or he yeah. just come stand over my bed like a creeper I'm like stay Nixon oh did my that. god I hate he, that yeah he did the room destroying for a while like he would take everything out of his yep. I'd uh, rather a destroyed room than drawer. that like am I gonna punch this creature that's staring right into my soul when I wake up so so Alyssa has never done that but like my other kids have done that and it would be like yeah, thing that like all of a sudden you open your eyes you and feel it. Face. And a lot of times oh, they have God. like a blanket over them, so it looks like a yeah. hood. I'm like, what is happening right now? And finally, one time, I'm like, Lexi, do not ask to come in my bed. Just come in my bed. Just come in. Don't stand there. Don't stare at us. Don't ask us. Just come in the bed. You look like a creep. Don't stare at us. You're freaking me out. Oh my you look God, it's like, like something creep. out of a nightmare. No, it totally like, is. Paranormal activity. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like dark, so you always like seeing the shadow. I yeah. mean, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah, I think a blanket Nora, like that hood really think, probably does layer. Well, because it's like they always have to start yeah. She's like white buffalo. <laughs> yeah. I think once Nora learns that, like, she's taking steps right now, it's a yelling situation. She yells until I get up. Yeah. So once she learns, I'll be in trouble, probably. Yeah. It's those learn things, too. It's like something's not a problem until it's a problem right i mean that's the truth like i think that's what you that's how you say autism backwards something like everything's gonna until it's a freaking problem <laughs> i mean we really aren't being very hopeful for you <laughs> well listen this is one of the things that i wanted to touch on before we're done here ladies with our first episode of this series i need to tell the people because we get so many messages if this is a remix of q a you know we get lots of messages about like it's so good to listen to you guys i can hear your connection i've talked to people that have followed our whole podcast and people that have found us and binged and they can hear the smiles and they all yearn for what the perception is that we have and so i just want to be real clear to all of four of you but also to our listeners number one i love you so much that's really what it takes and constantly feeding our friendship does take time like friending takes work finding support takes work I can tell you that a lot of times we fight for each other um for what what our goals are but sometimes we fight each other like five best friend sisters like it's real and I think that we only have this because we all put the work in you know There are times when we could go five days where one of us is off grid, but somebody's checking up or somebody's checking in, or you know that that's the person's MO. That's, that's (laughs) That's me lately too. Uh, And, you know, (laughs) but having what we have really does take work and it really is worth it. It really is Mm -hmm. worth it to, to like shoot a text out when I'm having my own bad day, because I'm wondering about one of your kids or it's worth it to be rescued like to answer the call when I haven't talked to anybody in three days and somebody calls (laughs) like, Hey, Rach, what's going on? It's work to answer, but it's so worth it. And it's probably opened up my heart to receive so much more support this past year than I could have had without knowing you guys. So I just, I want people to understand, do you guys have any tips for friending for our listeners? I mean, like just moments like this, like how important it is to find people who can relate like this whole sleep thing I felt so alone Mm -hmm. like I felt like I was I like 
fundamentally thought something was wrong with me as a mother that I could not get my kid to sleep. Same. Mm -hmm. So to have like a group of friends where some of you have had the similar issues and we can even laugh about it. It's like, thank goodness. Like, yeah, just finding people that you can relate to and not everything we can relate on. There's like, we all have differences, but it's just nice having that baseline of like understanding. It's a lot of give and take. And I think in this life, like our friendship is probably a lot different than other mom, parent, friends friendship, because there's like chunks of time where we're like, I'm checked out or this and this is going. And then, you know, there's times like we each go through things and the rest of us are too in it to even check on each other. But there has to be a lot of give and take and like love and forgiveness in those times. Like grace, I can't be yeah, like, a lot of grace. like Kimmy's having mm-hmm. a hard week. I can't be mad at Kimmy because I'm also having a hard week and she can't check in because mm-hmm. right. we just know that we're both probably struggling and oh, well, we'll see each other when it's good in a week, hopefully. Yeah. But if, well, but if one think... of us needs somebody, yeah. somebody will be there, like yeah. regardless of what is probably going on. Get a if... group of four or five so that you... we... <laughs> I know that we're not the best at doing that most of us are not good at that at all but if we do if yeah. we were in that place where we needed to reach out then people would be there regardless so I think that's well I think knowing that about each other too is like if someone's on the other side opening up you know how hard it is for them to do that and so then it's you feel even more seen I guess when you're like hey, this is how deeply shitty I feel right now. And I feel okay to tell you that I'm sorry, I can't message back or look at, you know, whatever, because I'm a hot mess. And people understand, like, if you are not sleeping for an entire week, you can't do anything, but. Well, I'm not a nice person. So <laughs> I I mean, I, I'm old. I see, I'll say right now, I'm not going to gonna go off too much on this but right now it's getting her to sleep as a problem but she does sleep through the night I'm very thankful I actually have to wake her up for school in the morning never thought that would happen but there's you know years where we were in this but there's the odd time here and there and people (laughs) you are so unhappy 24 plus hours where yeah I and I'm not I can't I'm like I'm a raging I'm like, I don't know how I did this for so long. This, this is not good. This is not good. No, no. And then Mr. Link Sender tells me how tired he is. And then I want to do bad things. Yeah, I do yeah. very bad things. The rage. Can I say something too about our friendship? I think Please. like, because I, when I was listening to this episode, we were talking a lot. And I mean, obviously this was like six months ago now, but I think we've had the bumpiest time in our friendship. Mm-hmm. since the naming of the podcast since then like because mm-hmm. we've all just had really rough times we've all been in it Kimmy's lost her mom's tab's gone through a life change Rachel's been going through a lot I've just had a lot of mental health things Jen has been going through a lot Kaya's schooling and all this different stuff and almost moving but not moving like we've just all been through it and I feel like for me it was interesting to look back at our friendship because it's like I think we know each other on a deeper level now mm-hmm our friendship has, I think There's we know each other more evolved. We yeah. each other to a higher standard. I think, I don't know so, where it's not like the niceties in a way are kind of gone, but we just like, I think I mentioned in a recent episode, it's like when we finally do get together, we used to talk every single night and we just can't do that anymore right now. Mm-hmm. So when we do get together, I'm like, thank goodness we have the podcast because it really makes it happen yeah come together yeah I was gonna say that I I agree with you Jane but I've like some of the only or the most successful relationships I've seen out of collective women are like the mom's group like oh we go out on Thursday nights the second week of the month or whatever it is like having the structure to that really holds us accountable I mean truly knowing that Monday or the odd Wednesday or whatever like it's our night. It's something that we all can protect and participate in. And I know that each one of us, I mean, we all like to say like, we're the oddest couple and we never would have been together if we had that. I want to see how many times you've said that on all of our episodes of this podcast. Yes. I so, secretly but- hate everyone. <laughs> Kim, Kim loves, if you're uh, just coming in, Kim loves to talk about how we would never have been friends. And there's always like this emphasis. <laughs> <laughs> no. 
ever. <laughs> yes. But look, here we are. I just mean because we're different ages. We live in different parts of the country. Here it goes. We're, you know, we got stay-at-home moms and attorneys. It's like we probably would never have crossed paths. Just want you to know it's I'm... actually not helping. It's not actually <laughs> <helping>. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so funny. And anyway. I think she was like, I hope, I mean, obviously, I hope there's times in our lives where we get back to that every single night call. Yeah, yeah I do too. Go forever. Yeah. But I think the podcast also like kind of interrupted that because we yeah. have so many times that we are committed to be together, to do the recordings, to do meetings. I mean, Jamie, you're looking at our faces and listen to our voices every day of the oh, week when so you're editing. Sometimes I do forget I don't see you guys every day because I'm like, <laughs> editing. I listen to us a lot. So I feel like yeah. we talk more than we do too. So I think that's the other thing. It's like, we just have less time because we have the commitment of doing the podcast and all the other yeah. things that go along with it. So it's like a twofold, I think. Like you still have to work to make the yeah. time to be a friend. And that's it, kind of the point that I was trying to make is that like, we do all fight for each other when we're not fighting each other <laughs> and we do all fight to be in this against our life or our schedule or our routine and it's worth it and that's mm-hmm, kind of is. the yeah. thing I want people to hear is that it does take work but it's just so good I think something I said on the um I listened to many episodes tonight so I could be wrong I said oh I have four more cheerleaders for Alyssa like and that mm-hmm. means yeah. so much to me mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think, I think in general, like I was thinking about this the other day, because people who are in my life here physically keep saying they miss seeing me because I'm not seeing anyone really. I mean, like the availability, like like, take a picture. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just generally I'm like, you know, tuned out. Yeah. But don't you tabs miss you tabs. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you're like getting mine whatever yeah. everybody misses me <laughs> yeah it's yeah. just this time of my life specifically like adjusting and then also just being completely exhausted at the end of the day of parenting for so long but I do miss like I think about it often like I miss the cheerleading for myself and talking to you guys and hearing about your lives like I don't know what the heck is going on right now I know and that makes me a bit sad sometimes it's also because of the stupid thing that it only rings when Rachel calls yeah phone. what the hell we need what to talk to her. It only Zuckerberg. rings when Rachel calls. Kimmy can't hear us unless she calls. I <laughs> no, couldn't see either. I see you. It's that this bad. App. This it's app has not been good to us that we're using, people. I don't know why. <laughs> it Before, not... we, were like, we would all call and people yeah. would pick up. And now yeah. we only pick up if Rachel calls because nobody hears it if anybody else calls. That's true. Yeah. Curtsy. Well, I just love you guys. And I like, love that. Kimmy wrote a beautiful piece about how depressed and down she's been. And I felt so shitty. I was like, I didn't yeah. even Oh. Yeah. You t- I was talking to you about it the day before. <laughs> you just don't mean to me? Jamie. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's not getting better. It's not getting better. <laughs> I, I gotta go. I probably downplayed it a little bit. Well, you did say the you did say the the time uh, uh, change thing, which I thought you were just, I mean, and this is it, people. You never know if someone's really feeling. I thought she yeah. was just complaining about the time change again because she keeps talking about how the time change is getting her down. But I think she's just complaining about how dark it gets in her tree area. No, but really, she was <laughs> crying out for help, and you're no, such a so piece. I have the piece is more de- depth and more I depth. Think yeah. I have seasonal depression because this happens to me around the same time every yes. year. Yeah. Yes, yes, and I think the sunlight, the less light, does contribute to it. But mm-hmm. I think it's also a t- the time of year. Well, I do sell also... sunshine for a living, so go get a tan. You'll feel better. That's what I was gonna I say. Need- yeah, tanning does help with seasonal depression. Do you actually. think if I'm not depressed, I'm going to leave the house and go tanning? I won't even take a shower. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, it's, it's supposed to help. I can't tan because, you know, skin cancer. Because you're white. And I'm white as hell. No, I would, yeah. I would tan. I don't care. But yeah, that's just, that's an awful lot of energy when you're. Well, and I think. We love you, Kitty. Like during this time, like it, all of us obviously struggle with mental health conditions i mean it's a mixed bag here with the men for yourself i'm as even even keel as they can i also just had a very very early day yeah i kind of wrote the piece later like late that night and then finished it the next morning and when i published it i had like i kind of felt a little better that i had had the day i wrote it because I probably would never post something like that when I was feeling like that. Yeah, yeah. If that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, um, it makes perfect sense. Yeah. And then everybody's like, I mean, I got so much love and support from that post. And so many people are like, I know exactly how you feel. I feel the same way. 
you've put into words like my exact feelings that I could could never put into words and the reason I wrote it was not necessarily to make people feel bad for me or to be it's to make other people feel seen because I know there's people that can't talk about it Mm -hmm. and I know there's people like my husband that just say don't be depressed cheer up don't get down about things and I'm like (sighs) friend Jamie who just ignored I feel like this was more of a conversation about seasonal depression, but Mm -hmm. I really, really, truly love you guys. I, this year, I mean, come on now. And everybody did reach out to me. Every one of you has reached out to me afterwards. So good. I saw your post. Didn't know that you were. (laughs) (laughs) We're all in a storm. It It didn't happen quick. It was just a real bad day from like the beginning of the day throughout the day and it just hit me really hard it, it wasn't really like coming coming and coming extended. it was just yeah okay and I just I mean and these are the moments I wish we all were like billionaires so I could just go hang out with Tasha. Uh, oh my god I would love that I wanted I would love that you know how many not flights like, I've got to BC so freaking expensive freaking Billings Boston Montana I know all of us god we've damn. all looked up how much it is to fly to Billings Montana it is not cheap it's not cheap Elon I need a private jet please yes you know we need a couple things if you could call us I did just get a spare bed in my basement so I mean it's not put together yet we can put it together Together. (laughs) actually if you come that'd be great I can't help putting that thing together bring an Allen wrench (laughs) I got wrenches I got the whole tool set I got a drill whatever we need I got should we finish this episode yeah okay everybody we want you to know that we love you and we hope that you find what we have we hope that you find it in your heart to to love the place that you're in because it's everything's so temporary there's good happening in every that can we cut that there isn't good in every moment we all know that july to january (laughs) there's good in every episode so keep listening keep listening keep on coming back yeah thank you everyone thank you next we have jamie up for her remix of an episode i can't wait and if you want to re-listen to the episode we're talking about it's our q a number two and it's part one it came out in july if you want to go find it check it out thanks everybody Bye. bye thank you for sitting at the table for this episode of the table for five no reservations podcast To learn more, please read the description of this episode. In there, you can also find where to sign up for our newsletter and how to become a supporter. Join us next week for more. And while you wait, check out our content on Facebook and Instagram. If you are enjoying the podcast, please make sure to subscribe and rate and review us wherever you listen. To contact us, you can email us at tableforfivepodcasts at gmail.com. We can't wait to sit with you again. Bye.